Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnothaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. in sand for over an hour as the centuries passed. <laughs> I had to cut barbed wire. I had to eat things that'll make a billy goat puke. I did what it takes to survive. But it's all worth it because I'm going to get into bread. I've never snuck into a bread concert. It's been the one notch I was unable to put on my guitar. Now I'm inside a, a drainage pipe, and I think on the other end it's going to be the, maybe the backstage area. I'm not sure. Maybe I'll come up right in the middle of the stage, right in the middle of bread. Maybe I'll be the peanut butter or the jelly. Wait, what? It's dark. I can't really see. Let me see. There's somebody here. What? What? Who's this? Who? TJ? TJ, what are you doing in here? What are you doing? What are you doing in a drainage pipe? What are you at a bread concert? What are you doing? Oh God, I tried to sneak in. What? I tried to sneak in. What are you stuck well, underneath? I always wanted to sneak into a a concert. I, I don't you know much done about it with music. Me. You don't know much about sneak ins. What are you doing? Well, why do you have a? Not only that, why I do you know have much a, about music? I snuck into a bread concert. Well, it's a it's a I difficult. Thought, sneak I thought that was a symphony where they used bread as the the instruments. No, oh TJ, this is a very difficult concert to sneak in. You should have brought me along. I'm you trapped, can't do this kind of thing. I'm trapped. I can see you're trapped. Who's this? Look at my legs. Why do you have... My legs it? look like ravioli, Cash. Well, that's that. They always look like Delicious that. stuffed. But why do you... Gluten-free. Why do you... Why do you have a catapult? Why, do you, why did you bring that? You I brought, thought if there was... got a lot of gear here. I, th- I thought if there was a way, you know, that I could... 
catapult myself in than, than okay, but it didn't seem like there was, but I thought, well, what if yeah, I get I appreciate your story, but let me I... just clap for that song. I really like that song. Yeah. Oh, okay, go God. on, go oh, on. Oh, God, the clapping hurts my ears. Uh. Oh, well, God, what, why God. do you have a catapult? I, I see you have a lot. You brought a lot of gear. Uh, Looks like you've I, I got. Thought I, here's what, I thought I would catapult myself in, but I couldn't find a place to really, you know. So I, I brought the catapult because I thought, what if I get halfway through? There's a great catapult site or a CS as I call it, and and really, you know, get myself to fly over just into the front row of bread. You know, is that what the is that what the Trojan uh, peacock is? You have a Trojan peacock. I, I Are you going to crawl inside that? that is not a thing. A Trojan. I, I know a lot in of my heart. A Trojan horse, but yeah, there's no. Well, I, I'll tell you this: the Trojan peacock is when each one of your feathers has a tiny catapult, <laughs> and then you use them all together. Yeah, that was. You want to ask me about the catapult? I don't see why you're looking at this. Fi- this is a 500 pack of Slim Jims. Well, why did you bring that? I thought I could to do what it takes to survive. Way. Well, no, because I and I know. First of all, I fed a billy goat some uh, some slim jims oh. and it puked immediately. Oh, upon... to eat things that'll make a billy goat puke. Exactly. To kill, period. But I thought I could maybe sort of you know. Remember one thing: an ample supply of body banks. Tip, t- body uh, banks. T- <laughs> I want it. Body know, banks. I thought I could tip my way in. <laughs> You know, because in Los Angeles, you'll put like a $100 bill on your palm and your sort of palm. So I thought at a bread concert, you just yeah. roll up a Slim Jim and kind of, yeah. you know, it, yeah. and palm it into the Palm a Slim Jim. Yeah. Palming anyway, it. So I, you were thinking of bribing someone. You brought Ryan to what? Carry your gear? It looks like he's... Brian, are you... Hey, st- hey, hey buddy. Uh, you're stuck under the pipe, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was a, it's a two-man catapult. So well, and I also... And I told Ryan, I said, if I'm going down, he's going down, too. You t- yeah. You yeah. Said that. Well, and, that uh, certainly happened. Thank God I'm here. Well, uh, yeah, to be sure. But you got to admit, I chose the right path for the sneaking. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of proud of you. I, how did you get past the sentries? You're not going to believe this. So, <laughs> did you have to bury yourself in sand for an no, hour? No, no, no. I used the Slim Jims mm-hmm. to make a peacock tail for okay. Ryan. Okay. They thought he was a peacock. He had such a well-trimmed beard. They couldn't imagine he was a human. We made it past the first round. But as you saw, there were eight security guards there. Yeah. Yeah, at I least. mean, there might have been... Th- there might have been four, but I am seeing double. I'm yeah. so excited about bread. Yeah. Well, you're wearing double glasses. It looks like are those uh, night vision glasses? I'm wearing. That, did I'm you wearing feel like 3D, you needed that? I'm wearing 3D glasses over night vision glasses, mm-hmm. and then I have bifocals on the end of those. I thought it was going to even out. It's not. I've been puking and puking and yeah. puking. Is this a telescope from the 1800s? What is this? No, it's actually from the 1700s, early 1700s. A lot of people make that mistake because they use the same telescoping technology in those two centuries. Yeah. But you can tell, if you look at the ridges right here, do you see the... Oh, my God! My leg! My human leg! (laughs) I'm sorry. The pain comes in and out. Yeah, I can tell. Um, Yeah, no, yeah, I brought the telescope. I thought if we couldn't sneak all the way in... As you can tell from my eyewear, I can hardly see a foot in front of my face. So uh, Ryan was going to look through the telescope yeah, and so describe know, the. Let me the just say, just to see you're learning about sneakins. Usually, you want to travel light, and I think bringing a, a tripod was a little much for the uh, telescope. I did bring, and, and this is sort you of see. All, look, I just have a skin suit on. Working, I know, I know. You're naked. I mean, that's yeah. not a skin. It's a skin suit. Is that someone else's skin? That's what I call it. Huh. 
Are you wearing another person's skin? Like it's, it's my own lambs? skin. Uh, but is actually, it, are you just naked, or have you harvested your own skin well, to make a suit of I, your own skin? When I was when I was in Arizona, I shed my skin and I saved it. And you I molted, put it back that's on. right. Yeah, yeah. Molted, no, I remember that. Put it back on. Uh, I remember just for that. This you had a molting party for a molting that, party. A lot did. of people don't do the molting <laughs> parties. <laughs> and you told me, you said to me, you know, this idea for the party hit me like a lightning bolt, and I just <laughs> went for it, full speed ahead, full steam ahead. Molting parties, yeah. But I, uh, yeah. So I, I don't know, and I, 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 I had all these jokes prepared i was going to come in and say you know if they said well do you have a ticket i'd say hey look you know this is what are we what are this 20 questions you know uh uh that's a prime number just like seven what is this a seven grain bread concert and uh and i and i had this this whole thing about uh you know to be honest with you, I was not prepared. No. Well, it feels like I brought a, I brought a backpack full of tiny anvils. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which, and that's, I thought I could Smith a series of tools to get through any chain link fence we came against. But I, ironically, I, I, I told Ryan to bring chain link fence to put up in front of us. Every 50 feet. So we, we really, this has been a confusing. Yeah, so, well, how many days? Cause I, this is my third day on this sneak in. You, you know, I've, I started this process about three days ago. I've been crawling and, and jumping and climbing and digging and, um, you know, uh, circumventing ever since. Um, Ryan and I decided that uh, the, the best way to sneak in was a weekend. Mm-hmm. And so we took mm-hmm. a full seven days. Weekend sneaking. Yeah, it was well. No, not, not to a weekend. weekend. The sneaking. Not yeah, to weekend I don't weekend the sneaking. Weekend. Weekending the sneaking would be to do it on a weekend. Right. We took a. It was a weekend before we decided to sneak mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. and then we took a full week for the sneak. So in. you've been doing it for a week. Yeah. Two weeks. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. a week of prep. Week of prep. Week of sneak. Yeah. Week of sneak. Well, I'm glad. To, I'm glad. I. This is amazing. You know what? Um. One of the reasons I was doing the sneak, and I was trying to get an interview with Brad, um, you know, to do my podcast, so, Cashing In. Brad? Brad. Yeah, Brad. I don't, it's not ringing a bell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought I would maybe get an interview with Brad before they break Brad. Brad, Brad who? Um, but here's the thing. It, I'm still not. Brad. Brad? Yeah, no, Brad. So what is in? Oh, the band. Okay, yes. No, that's what we were trying. We were trying to sneak in for a weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was thinking maybe I'd interview them, but now that I'm not in and I have to save you, why don't we? Do you want to do a pod while you're stuck under that? You uh, do not have to uh, save me, and I also think I should be forthcoming about the fact that I and I, this is a time for me to tell you, Ryan, that I apologize. I thought we were sneaking into a concert of Brad. Oh. A so, Brad concert. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I didn't even... No worries. No, no, no. And, yeah. you know, let's not it's downplay not this. No, I, no, heard no, Brad, I, wanna... I heard Brad just went platinum. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. <laughs> Brad's doing well. I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. No, I, is. Is that, is that a thing? With, yeah, uh, Brad... Uh, how does he, that, he does bought, that happen with the digital... Can he, you go platinum? No, he's a stockbroker. He, he I have Brad on vinyl. I go all the way back. You go all the way back. Yeah, I go. No, Brad is a stockbroker, and he bought a platinum watch. So yeah, he went yeah. platinum. He I mean, I, I was gold. a fan of his back when he was like in his uh, early. 
like early mid late mid, teens, pre- yeah. yeah, where they called him Little Brad. Yeah, uh, yeah. Lil Brad. He yeah. was in the nineties when he was doing hip hop. Yeah, with an apostrophe, Lil yeah. Brad. Remember when he had that leg problem? They called him Brittle Brad. They called him <laughs> that was a yeah nickname that didn't stick too and much. No, but it did not. For a couple weeks. But yeah, it did. They, there, was Brad. A, there was an uptick of peanut brittle during that that fiscal <laughs> quarter. That's true. <laughs> really? Yeah. I, I did not know that. I did, I did not, not know that. Well, oh, and shit. it was so cold oh, in Cleveland that the lawyers <laughs> had their hands in their own pockets. <laughs> that may be the only thing. East like, Coast, take a break. Midwest, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Cleveland. My fa- I think that's the only joke my father remembers from all of Johnny Carson's career. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. hands in the pocket. Yeah, the thing. hands in the you pocket. You literally yeah. almost did say like, "What joke?" No, no, because it's not even really a joke. Well, I wanted I wanted you to repeat it just so I can analyze. It the... is so they, it is so cold in Cleveland that lawyers have their hands in their own pockets. <laughs> Ouch! Ouch! <laughs> he's and then he does that when he does the uh, uh, he's all hat no cattle. And that is around the time at the dinner party that people are like, well, Kent Miller has had a few too many martinis and he's now mixing metaphors. All hat, no cattle. Can you imagine a farmer that is just, he's like, I've got, look how big my hat is. I must have a lot of cattle. What what does that mean? All hat, no cattle. Yeah, all hat, no. No cattle. Well, you've got the you've got the sort of the um, the frivolous part right uh, uh, taken care of. The hat, right? Just the the show of the thing, but, but you don't have the substance. But is that how what it big means? how big is the hat? If you only have one or two cows, and you have a huge hat, huge. It's yeah. going. It's it it cuts down to your shoulders. He's your got hat, more. He's got more hat than cattle. Your 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 face and head are not visible. That's how yeah. big the hat is, and you only have a couple cow. Yeah. Right. Then you're going, hey, that guy's a lot of hat and very little cattle, right? But if you're all hat, no cattle, I just, I'm imagining a man enveloped in a hat, a cowboy hat. It's bigger than him. Yeah. And he doesn't own a farm or any cattle. All of his money has gone into the hat. It's just, it's a, it's yeah. a $230,000 hat. Yeah. Yeah. But my yeah. father loves that. I like he's, that all, he's all hat, no cattle. I like that. I like that. And I was seven years old. My my grandpappy gave me a spoonful of whiskey, and I liked it. I liked it a lot. Did I tell you that story? No, that was funny. But so out of this. context, I have a feeling it's better than in context. It's rare that I say that. But I would if I if I could be at a party with you where the conversation just it didn't go flat, but it dipped a little bit, and then you're like, when I was seven years old. My grandpappy gave me a spoonful of whiskey. And then just everyone's like, all right, well, uh, yeah, we're going to take off. <laughs> it's a weird segue, but when I was, I was, I was telling somebody, I, I had a history professor in college that he would just sort of, he, he liked to drink during class. And, it, you know, he would, he would sometimes segue into things like that where he would talk about his childhood and it always involved him drinking a lot of alcohol. It was always like, yeah, that was back in 1942 and uh, the war was going on. And, well, that was back when my grandpappy gave me a spoonful of whiskey. But what's weird is that a spoonful of whiskey it. is not a lot of whiskey. I found that I liked it and I kept drinking. 
It isn't a lot. It isn't a lot of whiskey, though. Well, but he was seven at the time. When I was five. Okay. My mother gave me <laughs> grandmother. Sorry, yeah. gave me a ladle full of a rye ladle whiskey. of whiskey. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it wasn't even a ladle. It was a bottle of rye whiskey that yeah. she had attached a ruler to with duct tape. Yeah. And uh, I found that I uh, <laughs> I vomited immediately. <laughs> All, all all over my grandmammy's tits, as we used to say in the Miller family. Yeah. Well, what we would do grand memories we used to call them. <laughs> what we'd do is we'd try to get him to tell these stories. So we would, you know, because I wasn't very interested in the in the in the class. But then I was like, the whole goal of the class was to get him to tell stories about how drunk he was getting. So you'd be like, so that was the uh, Pan Pacific War. Uh, were you? Uh, where were you at the time? Were you? Were there? Were bars open during that period of time? Or, yeah, uh, I got so drunk one night I didn't see sunlight for forty-two days. All I saw was the. And, uh, and he'd start telling stories he'd about. Be like, uh, he'd be like, and I realized all, that that spoonful of whiskey. The lights of uh, yonder city, <laughs> Yonderville. And you're like, that can't be real. I'll never talk about that. I had a three-bedroom apartment in Spitoinkerville. <laughs> It overlooked the outskirts of Yonderland, Did and I lived there. Here's the problem with having a, a long-running podcast that, that when we miss a week or two, people get very frustrated with us, even though we're losing money. I, I don't remember if uh, if I told you about Mr. Brainerd. No. So Mr. Brainerd. Uh, he had a good head on his shoulders. Uh, see, we lo- and, and if you're a high school student yeah. who is in the realm of being clever, yeah, yeah, that's you have great Mr. Brain Nerd. He had a good yeah. head on his shoulder. Any of that stuff, all yeah. that stuff. And uh, I mean, it's just it's kind of a sad existence. If your last name is Brain Nerd, and it had two ends, it was Brain yeah. Nerd. Yeah. You don't choose to be a teacher. That's just, you don't do it. <laughs> you just, you be you a naval out, captain. You rule you out certain. Be a drill sergeant. Be someone where they're like, what do you say? Cap- Private Ryan? Huh? Brain nerds. There's something funny about my last name. Yeah. yeah. I think it's funny that your ass hasn't been shot down in the barracks or whatever it is. <laughs> but he was like, no, I'll be a, not only be a high school teacher, I'll be a high school calculus teacher. And uh, he was in Vietnam. Vietnam and uh, he was in Nam. He had three flashbacks during class. Yeah, during my high school career. <laughs> no, and uh, and and my friend Tristan is this hilarious. He was one of the funniest people ever. He kind of he did. Um, he tried to. We were always joking about inducing a flashback, but he would. And we weren't you know flashbacks. I think are represented usually in modern media, uh, by, you know, people going, ah, it's so crazy. But it wasn't that. It, it was these little moments of like, ah, they were everywhere. Every goddamn everywhere. Um, uh, oh, so, okay, so um, next week we're doing a, a quiz. It was just so small, such little like, and then the biggest one was like a longer one. And he, he didn't look like he would have done well on Vietnam. He had huge glasses. Yeah. You know, very, very, just a heavy set fellow. You know, someone, he, he looked like, you know how I look? Like, I look like I ate him, you know, now. <laughs> That's my sort of body type now. Is I, so he, and he really did, uh, he, he had one where he was like, no, no, no. And it's it just silence, you know, because high school kids are always kind of smarmy and in the back row kind of wanting to be like, eh. Yeah. And it was silent. This was not funny. It was, it was a real moment of human, <laughs> of the human condition. And he was like, no, no. And you can't. You cannot. 
you know, something like that. And there was like a pause. And I, I felt like the little teacher's pet, like the girl that always got a kind of wanted to like raise her hand and break the tension. It went up and then went down and she didn't say anything. And it was the, the reason we knew it was a flashback was he didn't say anything else. He just breathed kind of heavily for just a little while and then snapped back into class. So he was just like, Um, so when the tangent, uh, you know, it was, it was really, really scary. Well, and Tristan never made a joke about that again. That was like so traumatizing to us that we didn't make fun of him anymore. After that. Do you think it's, it was, is there any possibility that he would go home and just tell his wife, like, you should see this role I got with the kids today. I I, I keep doing flashbacks. I would love it. And uh, he's like, I have these kids terrified of that. that What if it was just a ploy to get your attention? That would be the brilliance of it. And then they're afraid I'm going to fly off the hand. And really, you know, that would be so go on a killing spree. If you're a high school teacher, you should use that. Use that technique. Practical living in the modern age right there. Practical living. The problem, though, with it is, and this is more practical living in the modern age is don't tell your wife that you're doing the flashbacks at school because then you can't use it at home. Mm, You want to use them at home. You want to be able Mm. to have the moment where your wife's like, where were you last night? There's lipstick all over your collar. You've got the smell of collar all over your lipstick. What's yeah. going on? You can't be like, ah, they're everywhere. You just, well, you know. You, you know, you remember one of the first stories I told on the podcast. I had a girlfriend that thought I had killed a man in self-defense and I was uh, on the run. And, uh, you know, it was and I would wake up in the middle of the night, and just be like, oh, and she'd be like, what's what, what's wrong, honey? I'd be like, things close in. <laughs> <laughs> And then when and then when things, I finally t- things, things close, are close in. in things close there in. is no there's no question that follows that yeah it's and a then, perfect right, I don't right I don't know if you heard this story but yeah but then when we uh, just to remind people I don't know what episode it was on but but uh, you know when we broke up uh, or I told her eventually that I felt bad I did not kill a man in self defense I was not on the run and uh, we I'm broke sure up was soon a very after comfortable well we, we it was a weird it was a weird thing and we broke up soon after and uh how soon and I, seconds no it was it was about two or three months but i think that what a good woman that she I was think like the allure, well, let me let me mull this over here i think she i don't think she broke up with me because i had lied about killing a man i think she broke up with me because she liked the excitement of being with me and that was gone i pulled the rug out she liked it so yeah. she broke up after she was like, can I still date this guy now that I know he hasn't killed a man in self-defense? She gave it the time it deserved. And then she said, I mean, the story, you know, the story I was she was eavesdropping a lot. We were at this. We worked at this uh, surf shop and she she was eavesdropping on us all the time. So my friend and I played this little joke where we were constantly like acting like uh, I had killed a man in self-defense and was on the run. That's why we were living in Hawaii. And she kind of bought into it. And then I started dating her and I kind of thought it was fun that she thought that. And once in a while I would play it up, but I never talked to her about it. I, she didn't know that I knew that she thought I had killed a man. Oh, so you would sort of, she would, you would, would hear you'd her close listening. the door and say, I got to take a call. Yeah. And you go in the other room, pretend to be on the phone and be like, I can, no one can ever find this out. <laughs> but you knew that she was sort of listening in. I love that. Yeah. If more genius still is, Things close. Things in. close in. That that is such a. Yeah. Where do you begin with that? Do you, well, what what closes in? Well, things. <laughs> what do you mean they close in? It just falls upon itself. You feel. 
I, I, I can't breathe. I've got to I mean, get out. It's just the whole thing reminds me of uh, when I was seven years old. My grandpappy gave me a spoonful of whiskey, and yeah, I liked it. But you'd only, I liked it a lot. You'd only say that in uh, in like closed quarters. People <laughs> would overhear it. Yeah, and then yeah. I, you know, I because I, they, they, they asked, I did this. Um, Nikki Glazer is a very funny comedian. Yeah. I'm doing a, a, a test show for her. Uh, she's doing a pilot, and it's, she's so funny. And the show is all about sex and relationships, and I don't really talk about that stuff very much. Um, and, you know, I, I mean, you, you really – there's a lot about yourself that you misrepresent without thinking that it's, like, really that bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, I, yeah, I, I think the best way that you can seem cool is that people overhear – Mm-hmm. That you're cool, like I think some of the best the times that I've I've had a girl really have her interest peaked is if I'm sort of like, uh, you know, like she accidentally overhears that I, you know, my uh, I killed a, a a young elephant with my dick, <laughs> for instance. Yeah, the overhearing technique. Yeah, overhear. Yeah, they don't look over here, but over here. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, uh, I, I haven't seen you in a while. I've, I've made a, I've made a real revelation. Well, what's going on? I have yeah. one too. So yeah. let's, let's trade off. You go yeah. first. I've, yeah, I've, I've a, a real revelation uh, about relationships. I've decided. I, you know, I think it started with a conversation with my parents. I said it doesn't matter how uh, good or bad my relationship with April is. I will not leave, unless like I found out that she had a double life. You know, where she was like, uh, like I find out she wasn't the actual person that I thought she I thought was. You're gonna say unless I find a better person, <laughs> <laughs> unless someone better comes along. But like, I'm not leaving. It's just not my nature. I'm not gonna leave unless you know if something. Abs- unless I find out she killed someone. Uh, you know, but would or, you have to find that out directly or have the evidence? What if you just overheard her? Would that yeah. sort of? <laughs> I would think she was just playing a playing a joke on me. Spike you know, the intrigue. Close in. Yeah, but like things. But I'm not going to close in. That should be yeah. everyone should use that. Yeah. All the 12 and a half yeah. people listening should really take a moment <laughs> in their lives to just if yeah. they're in a sticky situation, bad conversation, fight, just right. go things close in. <laughs> but I'm not going to uh, no matter. And I think she's built the same way. It, it could get terribly bad and we'd still never leave. Unless right. you found out you had a double life, right. i.e. that you didn't kill someone. It has to be something, exactly, something very significant. So it doesn't matter how bad it gets. Nobody's leaving, right? So knowing that, there's no reason why we should ever really argue and bicker. You've ever. Been, uh, you've been saying this, okay. I'd I, say, this since good. I met you. Okay, but here's the thing. I've figured it out. That's why I'm so excited to talk to you about it. Seriously. I figured it out. There's no, reason to, ever so rise. There's no reason to ever rise to any bickering or arguing. Life is too short. And if we're going to stay together anyway, it's the equivalent of bickering with your own. We're, we're attached. Okay? It's like uh, one ar- arm arguing with the other or your arm wrestling yourself. It doesn't make any difference. You can't win. Yeah, but it's fun there's no to winning. watch. <laughs> you ever seen a man arm wrestle himself? <laughs> no, I haven't. He always wins. Yeah, yeah. Well, you were a self arm wrestling champion, weren't For you? About two and a half. Your months left arm. Until was, I found out it wasn't even a category. Your left arm. Yeah. yeah, your left arm was a champion. I read Vastly about that. Superior. I read about that in uh, Arm Wrestling Weekly. Yeah, it's a self publicized yeah, periodical not a, not that I send popular. only to you. Yeah, yeah. Thank You're you. the only <laughs> subscriber. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, did. I love. So, I love the pictures. It was they're great. great. They're I all. Mean, your left arm. For a while, I was a big fan of your left arm, and then I kind of I had your right arm in fantasy. Fantasy arm wrestling. Single arm wrestling competition. There was a period where we are subscribers. 
numbers went low, which is just where you weren't opening yeah. the. And uh, so we had to have kind of a fake storyline. Fa- and the fantasy the right league was brilliant. Went, yeah, exactly. The fantasy league, I mean, I had your right arm for a while in the fantasy league, but your left arm kept winning, and then uh, I switched over. I and I had a lot of. I tried to. You know, play it down the middle. I had tie a tie. He had a tie, which yeah. was just the two nipples touching. Yeah. that's a very long story. But my 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 thing is, is I agree with you. I talked. I did a set uh, at the Pleasure Chest last yeah. night, and it was about how when I used to work at a law firm, I was a legal secretary, which is a very masculine job. I only had to wear a skirt five days a week. So you do the math. That's yeah. every single work day. Yeah. And um, there's a woman, Darlene, and she was just awful. She was so mean to us. And she would just take time from our lives to make us feel awful. And uh, and then I would go home and talk to who I was dating about it. Or like I would go out yeah. into a bar with friends and say like, ah, this woman, Darlene. It's like she's using more of your time. You're wasting. She already took the time from your day. Now you're giving her more time. Same thing. Why fight with a person you're not going to leave? There's no right. winning. There's, There's no, no winning. You're losing regardless. Every time you lose. Time. Every time the argument even happens, you're losing time and you're losing. And here's the thing. And we, we joke about, uh, you know, and I'm often facetious about it and, you know, about what a bad husband I am or whatever. But I'm actually a pretty solid husband. Pretty good to my wife. Oh, yeah. However, you are a 4.8. No, yeah. no, but I, I kind of I joke about being misogynist or whatever else. But I'm fairly nice to my wife. But I think I step it up a notch. I decided to step it up a notch. And uh, this next year is the year of the relationship. It's going to be our 10 year, uh, uh, you know, that we've been married. And, uh, you know, there's no reason to ever argue. And so I just decided uh, about three weeks ago, uh, there's not going to be any more arguments or bickering. I will not allow it. And there has been none. It's just a conscious effort to just be like, let that go. Just, just say, I'm sorry I, you're feeling that way, honey. And then just two, take care uh, of it. Two huh? things come to mind. No, but One, I've heard this, I think, it's working. every year. It's I working. Really, I know. It's working. But I also, you can describe it as just a happy, productive, and healthful marriage. It's been a great, it's been a good, it can be the best marriage if you really put your mind to it. Well, you're, but you're absolutely right. And you don't, you know, we talk, uh, or, you know, you joke about being misogynistic on the podcast and then yeah. off air, you really are truly, you know, a misogynist. <laughs> it's the veracity is overwhelming. Um, but you know, and I talk about our time as God and we only have so much of it. It's an omniscient, omnipresent, omnipotent, all those things. Um, yeah. So you just, you have to be wary of how you're using your time. You can't waste it fighting with someone. If you're going to fight, uh, you know, so much that your time is escaping you, then, then, then get out of the relationship. I think that's a great revelation. I think every time that you bring up. This attitude, which you always have, off air, yeah. on air, in between air. That's when we're turning on yeah. the microphones yeah. and you're, or you're taking a breath. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I think that's always positive. And that is a strong revelation. It's why it's like two, it's like arm wrestling yourself. Once you're that sort of, you know, indelibly tied to someone, don't, you know, uh, you don't waste the time. That you yeah, and we've don't talked waste about her this. time. Don't waste your time. It's just a weird that. So that is a real revelation. My revelation okay. is that I've been shit blasting Quakers lately. And what? what do you mean? What? Just let me. Fin- okay. You know, you brought up your thing, okay. and we're listening to you about it. And I, okay. I agree. It's yours okay. is an absolute. Rev- I okay. really thought before you sort of expound on your revelation that mine was a real true revelation, and it's just you know. I, I have nothing against anybody of any ethnicity or any type of belief system, anything. 
Um, I just I haven't been shit blasting a long time. That's when you're just shitting in a projectile. It's just a real blast of shit. And I've found that Quakers of any you know type, like any demographic, and Ryan, you're not a, a Quaker, are you? I'm not, no longer. And that's and good. I don't, yeah. th- I don't think any of us eat. Were you were before. Well, for about a week. Okay. You yeah. did a, he did a week, a week Quaker retreat. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah, know yeah. you could do a, just a... He was quaking uh, in his boots a, a for quake a week. Treat. Yeah, That's quake what it's treat. called, a quake treat. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I don't eat, you know, I don't eat the oatmeal, but I respect it. And I just, for me, I really did have a, a you know, a, a moment of revelation, which is if you, if you're, if everything seems like it's going wrong, if everybody seems like they're against you, if every you know object or challenge seems insurmountable, just shit blast a Quaker. And that is just finding someone who is of the Quaker persuasion and yeah. you just drop trout, blast shit. You know, whatever happens, happens. But let me tell you this, you're going to feel a lot better. Yeah. You're going to feel relieved and you're going to have done something with your day. Well, and to, to harness that power in a positive way, mm-hmm. I mean, how do you control the uh, shit blasting? I haven't, I haven't really experimented with that. I'll be honest with you. When it comes to shit blasting a Quaker, just shit blasting. Period. Do you practice on something else? No, first? and you know, and I think because I don't want to like. That's part of it too. It's, if it I don't was, want to do this wrong, if it was I don't want to, if it was a deliberate. All right, so I'll, uh, a little background. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> little background. Um, recently, Kate and I were trying to – we were walking – you know, we've been walking a lot and uh, and so we uh, we were walking home and I I had a very upset stomach. I'd eaten uh, 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 I think seven dozen oysters. So that's uh, okay. 70 – 84 oysters. Okay. And I don't know. Maybe one of them was not good or something like that. But I, I, I was not going to be able to make it back to go to the bathroom. Okay. Yeah. So we tried to go into the Motel Six to see if there's a bathroom, but you know, it's it's a very sketchy area in Hollywood. So Kate was afraid to go in there. I, I could barely move. I was having trouble walking. We found our way to an apartment complex, which is also a hotel. It's a common thing in Hollywood. We went in there. There was no bathroom. Um, I, you know, I didn't know what to do. I, I was gonna, I was gonna shit blast my pants. Yeah, I mean, this is a revelation. Imagine if yeah. I had laughed at this no, I, revelation you had about yeah. your marriage, yeah, and about being indelibly tied to someone such that bickering is 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 useless or futile mm-hmm. as yeah. arm wrestling one's own self. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I was gonna shit blast my pants. Right. I, I didn't know what to do. Okay, and and I, I I look outside. There's a courtyard in the back. <laughs> I turn to Kate. I said, "Look, I, I am so sorry. I'm about to shit blast." Because <laughs> you're 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 the sort that often announces it. It's yeah. really tough for I'm me. I'm sorry to, to be keep open. interrupting. I'm no, sorry. no, it's not yeah. an interruption thing. It's, it's a tender topic. It's hard to yeah. be vulnerable yeah. and then just sort of be to laughed be, at. Yeah, and that goes for yeah. both of the people that are yeah. have had their legs crushed. Yeah. Under heavy lead pipe. Yeah. Trying to sneak into a bread concert. Right. Right. Because Ryan's over here smirking and a dirkin. Yeah. Which okay? is yeah worse than smirking. He's a dirkin too. Well, he's a dirkin, and he's uh, he might as well be an Olivia Gherkin at this yeah, point. Yeah. So I said, I said, look, I I'm really I'm an SB in my P. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And that's you know an acronym shit. I'm gonna shit blast in my pants. And I I said I, I got to go into the courtyard, and she said, don't worry. I've got your back, which 
in retrospect, that's not it's not the correct choice of wording. But <laughs> what she did do was she sort of blocked the area, and okay. I went and I went over, and I you know I dropped trowel, and and just as I was about to SB, I, I looked up, and there was a guy on the phone. <laughs> It's a transient hotel. It really, it's on Cow. It's on Whitley. It's it on is Whitley now, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, after this incident, everybody left immediately afterwards. All the people that came in sure left. The clientele changed. Yeah, the quality terrifying. of the clientele. Um, and this guy's on the phone, and you know, we made eye contact, and so I, I you know, I went to the left a little bit, and uh, I just, again, and I want to apologize to our more sensitive readers. If you're one of the twelve and a half people reading this podcast. You have absolutely no idea about media. This you can't yeah. read it. You could right. watch the different. Yeah. bar go across. Right. You listen to it. You cannot read it. Right. But to the twelve and a half readers, readers of, yeah. of those readers that are sensitive, yeah. I, I just shit blasted all over this uh, courtyard, and it's that's love. Is well, when, if you shit blast like a Hilton, it turns into a Holiday Inn if you're, or, a, or a Motel Six. <laughs> you know, like if you if you really do an effective job. I once shit blasted a Marriott Courtyard Inn, and it be- it became the Motel Six it, I had shit blasted. It, it, it became a La Quinta, <laughs> like right away. No, I shit. They bl- actually were doing the sign right as you <laughs> completed your shit blast. I shit blasted a La Quinta Inn, and it became a La Quinta. That's real. No, so uh, you know. And How about this? I, I shit blasted a uh, La Quinta, and uh, they this didn't, is our they didn't, new. They didn't change the name. This they is didn't our, bother. This is our new. <laughs> This is our new lawyer and, uh, and closet space thing. Is that I shit blasted. I, uh, I, I shit blasted I, the travel lodge. I shit blasted a Motel 8 so hard it became a Motel 6. I shit blasted it down two motels. No, but I. Uh, so the revelation is. I did that, you know, I realized, like, I don't know, if you're in a shit blast, do it with some sort of purpose, and then mm-hmm. I was walking... Uh, I, shit blast with some meaning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. SBM. Yeah. And... Um, Put I your was, back into it. Yeah. 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 Have the one you... If, if there's someone you love, have their back when they're putting their back mm-hmm. into the shit yeah. blacks. And shit blast. Blast, shit blast with the ones you love. You know, but don't shit blast on the ones, on the you, ones love. you love. Yeah, that's so. I was walking. I was yeah. walking, and I there was a group of Quakers, and uh, and and I, I I don't know. I was feeling sick. I had eaten, I think, over a hundred and thirty oysters. Okay, so you went back and ate more oysters same, after the same shit place, yeah. same batch, but older. Okay, yeah. so I'd had all these oysters, and I I I, I was walking past these Quakers, and. Uh, and I just I had there's this, this moment. I think a lot of people, <clears throat> I think a lot of people uh, have a moment where they change faith or they decide to have a new belief. Born again Christians go through this a lot. It's not even that necessarily. Sometimes it's just uh, a, a, a realization of, of of a passion that you have that you want to actualize. Uh, a change in career, that moment when you decide this is the person I want to spend the rest of my life with. I had a similar level revelation and uh, I just, I felt sick, you know, and uh, Kate wasn't there, but I just dropped trow. I turn and I just shit blasted these Quakers. <laughs> and I mean, 
it was it, it just it was How many a, were it there? was a revelation. There was there was thirteen Quakers. What well, thirteen? I, I don't even that, one one of them I think was just wearing a white wig. So it's twelve Quakers, a guy with a white wig and a hat. And um I don't know. And I, I Twelve Quakers <laughs> at the Motel Six? No, they was they were it was on the street. But I and so as I you know, as the the blast finished, I just I, I remember thinking, you know, this this would be the time this is the real revelation. Okay. This would be the time to make, you know, I'm a comedian. Yeah. I, I care so much about it. Uh, you know, my, my, my philosophy, everything that drives me is comedy. This, this is the time to make a sort of a Quaker oatmeal joke, some sort of pun, some yeah. sort of yeah. like, uh, yeah. you know, uh, some like a quotes, tag almost. Yeah, yeah. Quotes of, you know, I don't know, some sort of. Now you've got a new Quaker quote, and that's that you've been shit blasted, or like you know I've Quaker coded you in you know human shit. Uh, How about the, those are the oats with the most? Yeah, the oats yeah. with the most. There's a there's a, there's an oat moat of shit that's coded you. All these things went through my mind. Yeah, and uh, the revelation was I don't need to. Really? So that was the moment I didn't, I didn't say anything. I just really? that, I pulled my pants up. I buttoned my fly. And so it was a I zipped of up. I had a I had a button yeah. fly and a zip fly. So I buttoned the fly and then I zipped up the second fly in front of it, which was a sticky zip. Yeah, I'm tell you yeah. that. You were asking, and not the good kind. Yeah, not yeah. the good kind of sticky zip. And uh, so really, this was this was a moment of of where you reached manhood, where you became. A, this was your moment of maturity. I don't. I don't think so. I think I shit on a group of religious people. <laughs> you didn't choose to make fun of it afterwards. Way. It wasn't even that. It was that I didn't think it's that a lot I, of personal growth there. Yeah, I didn't think that I needed. There was there was nothing left to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can't I, follow that. That's what they say. I had shit. Bra- often when I shit blast on stage, yeah, I don't. There, I, can't follow that. I had shit blasted. Often I'll say to the next comedian, "Follow that motherfucker," and then they can't because they the, can't because the, the, the so, whole stage it, is just covered. 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 So, yeah, uh, yeah that, that was my main thing was I, I think that was my revelation was once you've shit blasted Quakers, there's nothing left to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that story with us. I, we, we don't have that much time left. I want to do one more thing here, which we like to do on the podcast, and you're kind of stuck here under a pipe. We like to usually start the show with something called the uh, Triple Banger Lightning Round. Uh, triple Banger Lightning Round. Let's do one triple banger and then we got to go because you're stuck yeah, under a pipe I ju- and I can kind of hear the water. I just realized there is just one addendum I have to that, okay. that shit-blasting Quaker yeah. story. Yeah. And uh, I, it was three significant bursts and they were very quick. And, sort of a staccato uh, burst. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, you know, it, it, in, in its own way, it was a, a, a triple <laughs> shit-blasting. <laughs> Lightning yeah. of, of God. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, we'll just do one, and then we we got to go because I, I can feel the. Seems like the pipe is starting to fill up with water a little bit. I can feel it on my leg, and I'm not sure what we're going to do about that. But let's let's do a banger first because that's the important thing. And then we I care about our listeners. Let's do that, and then yeah. I do want to tell you what I think is filling that pipe up. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, uh, triple banger, lightning round. Question one: The phrase "shut your pie hole" uh, not so insulting during the holiday season. I mean, it's a holiday insult. I understand that, but yeah. is it okay? <laughs> so let me just let me get back to this shit blasting. Oh. Thing. So, <laughs> no, no, no. 
So you're saying you say shut your pie hole to like your your Aunt Marianne or, mm-hmm. or your Uncle Tomathan. Yeah. And you're sort of your saying, Tomathan. yeah, well, yeah. his mother's name was Jonathan. Yeah. His father's name was Tomathan. It got confusing, yeah. And uh, no, no, but if you're, you're saying, you know, Uncle Tomathan, shut your pie hole. Why is that less insulting? You're saying it's less insulting during the holidays? Yeah, not quite as insulting during the holidays. Because it is a pie hole. At least it's a seasonal insult, you know? Well, I think it's... people eat pie during the, you know... So you're just saying in this instance your mouth is a hole for pie because yeah. there's so much pie around yeah it's yeah. like saying uh your stockings weren't hung with much care right no it is not no. i don't see how that's or hide the mistletoe you look like ass you think that's those two things are things <laughs> i've heard each of those words individually <laughs> never syntactically combined in that way um I mean, I would say, like, you know, uh, I'm glad Aunt uh, I'm glad uh, Aunt Margrethen is gone. <laughs> it's a weird family. Uh, but yeah, but well, you know, we had a lot of trouble with namings. <laughs> um, our christenings happened a lot after spoonfuls of whiskey. Uh, I, you know, Aunt Margrethen, you know, I said, thank God she's gone. I'm not going to missle that camel toe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Listen, I'm I'm almost fully. My waist is now covered in water. I'm I'm a little concerned now. Do we have what are we going to do? Cuz you guys are stuck. Should I just leave you? You know what? You is that a scuba tank? There's a scuba tank you have here. Okay, we got two tanks. options. Yeah. I have I have a ball pin hammer which yeah. Ryan gave me as a gift on my yeah. 30th birthday. Oh, touching. Yeah. And uh, we can either knock the heads off these scuba tanks and hope that they they, you know, the the force of the air the gets us through. Yeah. Yeah. Or I can openly admit to you that what is filling these pipes is actually me shit blasting my way out of a bread concert. <laughs> no. no, it's water. I, I, we're going to have to try the tanks. I can't even. I don't. I don't think it's possible. What would you say if I told you <laughs> the only thing I've eaten in the last seventy-two hours is water? I mean, you, you know what this really makes me think of? It. I mean, this this is really the ultimate uh, cliffhanger. I mean, will we even survive? Uh, because the, the water is filling the, the pipes. And is it even is, water? Is this the final uh, episode? Because we are. I mean, I thought the episodes were going to end with us jumping off a, um, you know, a billboard, but we're we're in a pipe at a bread concert, and I don't know what we're going to do. Let's try to work on these tanks. That's the strange part. Ryan and I are crushed beneath a pipe. Yeah, you're in the pipe. You've actually yeah, I'm crawled inside the pipe. into the pipe. I'm inside the pipe. You're covered. You're in covered. What I am positive. You're inside a pipe. Is solely water yeah. that I've eaten the last yeah. seventy two hours. I don't hours. believe that. I refuse to believe that. I I, I hope you don't because yeah. the 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 crushing reality of it would feel like a pipe crushing Ryan and I's legs right now. When I was seven, my grandpappy told me a story about shit basting a pipe. And I liked it. Shit blasting or shit basting? Because I'll tell you. <laughs> shit basting. Shit basting. Yeah. My, my That's Aunt Martha more of a turkey. My Aunt used to shit baste yeah. all the turkeys, and we <laughs> never had a bite of it. I mean, it was just. Listen, we got to go. I, I, I have to go. If I do survive, I'm, at, uh, I'm, in, I'm in Seattle uh, performing New Year's Eve. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am. And I got to tell you, if I, I, <laughs> if I survive, I am yeah. in San Diego That's right. performing New Year's Eve. 
It's either the yeah. San Diego American Comedy it Club is. or I'm at the I'm in Kirkland at Laughs. Uh, Kirkland Laughs. It's right outside of Seattle. Come out and join me or TJ. Hang out with us twelve and a half on uh, New Year's Eve. If and either of us die, if I if we die, just don't. I don't think you should bother with those shows. And never mention. I don't think, never yeah. mention how it happened. Yeah, don't. We don't want. Don't tell people. So until next time. Shit blast. Oh, sorry. Shit blasting Quakers. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 